Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. Here are some big tips to help make your mailing list work better for you. So first of all, I want to start by quickly talking about why you need a mailing list in the first place. Now, we all know that social media is part of our daily business life. And we can go all in and make a big commitment to showing up on social media in order to grow our audience in those spaces. And social media can be brilliant for that. But there are a few things that you need to be mindful of with social media. First of all, social media is not a safe space and you should not be relying purely on social to show up and grow and sell in your business. It can be really destructive to your business to do that. And if you go all in and put a massive amount of effort showing up on your social platforms and building your audience there and you grow your audience to a good following and then you wake up tomorrow morning and your social account has been taken down, you have lost all of that hard work and all of that effort and all of that commitment that you have put in. Now, trust me when I say this, guys, social media doesn't really care that much about you. They won't care if they block your account. They won't care if they take your account down. And it happens more often than you think and for all sorts of different reasons. So first and foremost, one of the reasons for having a mailing list in place is to protect your business at a deeper level and to try to move people from all of the social platforms that you are showing up on over to your mailing list so that you know you've got them over here in your corner in a safer place. So if you've not yet set up a mailing list for your business, I really want to encourage you to do that now. Please do not rely purely on social media to grow a business in the online space. I have seen accounts with over 200,000 followers be shut down. So please let that be like a little red flag for you. If you've not got a mailing list in place, now is the time to get one sorted. And I will do another video that talks about where you can actually create a mailing list for free to get started. So once you've got your mailing list set up and in place, your goal is to then start to drive people from your social platforms over to your list. And you normally do that by way of some sort of a freebie that you give to people in order for them to get on your list. That freebie can be a discount voucher, a PDF downloadable, a mini training. You can kind of make it what you want, but you need to make sure that you have got an opt-in set up with some sort of a gift giveaway bonus that you are happy to give to people in exchange for them joining your mailing list. Now, when you have that opt-in in place, what you've now got is the start of a funnel. So social media is kind of the top of your funnel. It's like your shop window. It's where you're showing up to let people know about who you are, what you do, how you help. And it's where people are kind of walking by and they're looking at your shop window and thinking, oh, she's got some interesting stuff going on there. I might hang around for a little bit. Just check her out, see what she's got going on. That's brilliant. But once people are there looking at your shop window, you need to have something there that is going to draw them into your shop. And your opt-in is your draw into your shop. Your opt-in is like your little A-board sitting outside your shop on the high street saying, 
Come in and have a coffee with a free biscuit. Come in and have a 10% discount today. Come in and buy one of these and get one free. It's something, that little nugget of temptation that you are using to get people over onto your list. So you've got top of your funnel, which is social media, your shop window. And then what you're trying to do is to get people to take that first step into your funnel by getting them to sign up for your opt-in so that they're on your mailing list. When they're on your mailing list, now they're in your shop. They're in your shop, they're standing there, they're sitting there and they're thinking, right, how can this person be of value to me? How can this business be of value to me? And once people are sat there on your mailing list in your shop, your goal now is to prove your credibility, to prove your credibility and your value to these people by putting in front of them more information that is going to help you build relationships, that is going to help you engage with them, that is going to help you showcase how amazing you are so that instead of just walking into your shop, taking a quick look around and walking out, they come into your shop and they're happy to stick around. Now the way that you do that is by getting good at sending emails to your list. So here are the tips that I promised at the beginning of this video and I really want you to consider these because they can help you massively when you start to build a mailing list and engage with the people that are on your list. First of all, I want you to make a commitment to sending out a regular email to your list. You can call it an email, you can call it a newsletter, doesn't really matter. But the most important part is that you have to get some strategy and consistency here. The bare minimum that you should be doing is sending one email a week. And that is absolute bare, bare minimum. Even that is not really enough because your goal is to keep you and your business in front of the people that are hanging around your shop by dropping into their mailbox regularly. Now, a lot of female business owners say to me, I don't really want to send more than one email a week because I think it might really annoy people. If it does, that's fine. Those people have the choice to walk out of your shop anytime they choose. You are not forcing them to stay there. And if they walk out of your shop, then that's good because it means that they were never going to be a good candidate for your shop and for you to sell to anyway. So I want you to make a commitment. Bare minimum once a week is when you are going to be sending out an email to your list. Now, what I also would like you to do is to make a commitment to send that email out on the same day at the same time every week. And the reason that you're going to do that is, is, is it will help familiarize your audience with your emails getting to their inbox on the same day at the same time every week. And you can promote that in your emails. You can say every Friday at 9am, I'm going to be dropping into your inbox with some nugget of wisdom, some value that you are going to love. So that's a really useful, very simple strategy for you to start to use. The next tip that I want to share is the art of storytelling in your emails. Now, if you go through your inbox, inevitably what you are going to find is a sea of emails that come in from all sorts of different businesses that you have subscribed to. And most of those emails are just going to be emails that do nothing but sell. Sell, 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 sell. Here's my latest product or service. Go here to buy it. And there's nothing wrong with selling in your emails. In fact, selling in your emails is a fundamentally important part of your mailing strategy. But you have to make your emails more engaging than just here's something else that I'm selling. 
If all you do is send emails that are about selling and nothing else, your audience is very quickly going to become bored. They're going to feel overwhelmed by it. They're going to think all she's trying to do is sell me stuff. And what will happen is they'll either start to ignore your emails completely, they'll unsubscribe from your list, or even worse, they'll stick you in spam. Now, spam is not good because spam markers are markers that are sent to your mailing list provider. And if you get too many of them, your mailing list provider may block your account. So if you start telling stories in your emails instead, suddenly you're kind of creating this almost little magazine type email that is going to give your readers some interesting nuggets, something that is of value, something that's entertaining, something that is challenging, something that is funny, something that is a win, something that solves something in their lives. And when you can start telling stories in your emails, you suddenly start to open up the opportunity where your mailing list subscribers are looking forward to opening and reading your emails because you're doing something a little bit different to the slew of other emails that are selling emails that they receive to their inboxes every day. Now, the art of storytelling is something that a lot of my ladies say they struggle with, and yet storytelling does not have to be difficult. You can tell a story about anything in your emails, something that's happened to you, something that you've seen on the television, something that's happened in your business, something that's happened to one of your customers or clients, wins that you've had, challenges that you have faced, things that you're working on behind the scenes that you're excited about, something that happened to you in your youth that has a connection with why you are in business today. Your storytelling can be about anything you want it to be about as long as you can morph that story into something to do with your business or more importantly with your audience. Now like anything in business mastering the art of storytelling takes time. It takes time for you to find your own storytelling technique. It takes time for you to find your storytelling voice. But for sure, when you start to learn how to tell stories in your emails, what you will see is your open rates will go up, your unsubscribes will drop, and you will probably start to have replies from people who receive your emails to tell you how much they've enjoyed reading the emails that you're sending out. That's exactly what has happened to me in my business as I've learned to get better and better at telling stories in my emails. Some of my storytelling relates to me and my life and my experiences in life. Some of my storytelling relates to my ladies and the experiences that they have had in their lives and their businesses. Some of my storytelling relates to growing a business in the online space. But I tell stories. And because I tell stories, the women in my tribe tell me how much they love receiving my emails over other emails that they never open because they know all they're about is selling. So the next tip that I want to share with you is making sure that you use a good subject line. A good subject line for your emails is really important because it's the first thing that people see when they go to their inbox. All of the subject lines from all of these businesses that are sending emails to them every single day. And what you have to do is to try to make sure that your subject line is a subject line that stands out. So again, in amongst all of those emails with subject lines that are latest sale or new in or latest latest range or look what's in our store or here's our latest training, you've got to try and find something that stands out. So for me personally, I'm always trying to find subject lines that are really nothing to do with latest sale or latest training or new in or here's my membership or here's my ultimate business planner. 
I try to create subject lines that are ones that pique people's interest enough that they think, mm, what's, what's Jenny talking about in this email? I'm going to have to jump in and go and find out. So some of my big subject lines that have really hit home have been the day I took my mum to buy a rubber dress, which you would think has nothing to do with business, but was actually a story from my youth that I told in that email that morphed into a moral to do with business. And another one was um, when I flooded my flat. And another one was the day I got it really wrong. And all of these subject lines are just a little bit different. But I have either stories to tell around those subject lines or I have a moral that is to do with that subject line. And it all starts to relate to me and my business and what I do and how I help. So the final tip that I want to give you around your emails is always, always have a call to action in every single email that you send. And if you can, just try to make it one main call to action. If you put three different call to actions in one email, it can confuse people. They don't really know which one to go with and so they don't go with any. So always write an email and have in mind, what's the action that I want people to take off the back of this email? Now, your two main call to actions in any email that you send are there for you to either, one, build better relationships with your audience, or two, to sell your products and services. So call to actions that are about building better, deeper, more meaningful relationships with your audience are call to actions where you are saying things in your email like, hit me up with a reply to this email and let me know whether it has been of use. Hit me up with a reply to this email and tell me what you think about this. Hit me up with a reply to this email and let me know whether you found this content useful. Other types of call to actions that are about building deeper, more meaningful relationships with your audience can be things like hit this link and go and take this survey to find out what sort of business owner you are. Hit this link to take this survey to let me know which of my products you like the best. Hit this link and take this survey to tell me what you are struggling with the most in your given situation. Now, those types of links where you take people to surveys can be invaluable. One, because it shows your audience that you care about them. Two, because people like taking surveys, they like taking quizzes. And three, because it gives you amazing research for you and your business so that you can help to develop better products and services, so you can help to send out more emails that resonate the most with the audience that you are sending to. So it's a massive way for you to be able to do market research, but in a way that is helping to build relationships and engage at a deeper level with your audience. And then, of course, there are the call to actions that offer your products and services, and you absolutely should use them in your emails. It takes thought and strategy to do this, but your email list can be a focal place where you sell more of your products and services than anywhere else when you do it right. So never be afraid to drop into your email a call to action that is about your product or your service or the launch that you've got going on and make your emails work for you. I would say that 95% of the products and the services that I sell come off the back of my mailing list rather than off the back of my social accounts. And that's because I've used my mailing list to build and nurture good relationships with the ladies that are on there. So every time I send an email out, there's wisdom and value and engagement in those emails to help me connect better with the ladies, to help build my credibility, to help me show that I have those ladies' best interests at heart. 
And because they have built that relationship with me through my mailing list, when I do send emails out that are for my products and services, ladies trust me enough, know me enough by then that they're happy to start to buy from me. Okay, so that's it. Those are the tips that I wanted to share with you today. And I hope that you have found them of value. I want you to remember this one thing, which is the biggest takeaway from today. Your mailing list can be one of the most powerful parts of your business if you make a commitment to get it set up, to have an opt-in in place, to have strategy to drive people to your list, and then to make sure that you are sending really great emails out to your list that are engaging, relationship building, and showcasing your products and services And when you do these things for your list over a period of time, it can quickly become the most important part of your business because of the amount of relationship building and the amount of products and services you sell through your list. If you found the tips useful that I have shared here today and you'd like more of my support to help you grow more quickly in the online space, hit the link around this episode and become part of my inner circle. When you join my list, you become a VIP. And when you become a VIP, you get an awful lot more deeper dive business tips and support from me. Hit that link, become part of my tribe, become a VIP today. I'll catch you again for another episode real soon. Take care for now. Bye-bye. Girl, thanks for showing up, being here and tuning into this episode. I appreciate you. Remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live. And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.